Hey, 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 everybody, it is karma. I am not a bitch today. Um, very emotional. Um, a lot of people know that I have a team that's been kind of working in the BTS. And, um, wow. I don't know where to begin. Like, let's just put it out there. It is already a very good possibility that I am either Howard Stern's niece or Howard Stern's daughter. Um, still trying to get a lot of the information, but prior to me, a few quite a few years back, um, there was already another female Howard Stern, and um, she oddly enough resembles me. She's beautiful, beautiful body, uh, beautiful face, dark hair. Um, I'm sure she can do it straight. She can do it curly. Um, she, uh, beautiful. She was female Howard Stern as well. The way they describe her, um, is like me. She said what was on the top of her mind, um, whatnot. She had a father, um, that she kind of followed in the footsteps of, um, and as I'm reading here, I, I don't know if this whole article was here like the entire time because I felt like I read it and now it's different. Um, but I had a lot going on. You know, I got brought into the industry by a scam artist. Um, I've seen a lot of talented people that weren't being discovered via, you know, social media. And I thought, how is it we have all this uh, technology at our hands and these people are struggling so hard to be noticed? Well, the government controlled who saw what. Um, I, for the life of me, couldn't understand how a cat who pawed at the camera wrong got millions to billions of views. Yeah, I fingered myself on camera. It couldn't get, I think it barely hit a thousand. I'm like, I know I'm cute. Not everybody thinks so. And you're entitled to that, that belief, but fuck you. Um, I'm cute. I know sex sells because it's what has brought all the money into this fucking country. Um, illegally, no, no less. Um, so what was the deal? And my numbers had stopped growing literally probably about, a year after my divorce, after I kind of gained, you know, I gained a 10,000 following on Facebook. I think I hit around a 2,000 following on Instagram. Um, my highest one on Twitter, when they shut that one off, was was 600. Um, I, I'm informed that I used a marketing technique, not only along with being um, entertaining and sexy and funny and a shock jock, um, my marketing technique they stopped people from sharing to groups. You were only allotted so many uh, shares. Who the fuck made you the share god, Fuckerberg? They caught on to my tactic and realized, oh shit. I just had literally dipped into a gold mine of where I was now able to show my work literally globally by sharing to all these groups, whether they were adult groups whether they were sexually paid traffic groups, whatever, I managed to find a way to do that. I didn't know because they were cutting me off from shares. I, I never could understand why do that. I mean, this that gives people the opportunity to share worldwide. Well, apparently somebody outside of me saw that, hey, they have her blocked from the viewing public. That's why her numbers can't go up or down. And... I mean, I'm literally sending it to each of you guys' inboxes. I can I can show you screenshots of where you guys have fucking links after link after link after link after link, and you guys don't know it. You look at it, 
And I mean, I'm, I'm standing there naked in your inbox and you guys don't know it. Anyways, as I'm reading, you know, I wanted to come on here and I wanted to continue to read about the other female Howard Stern who last year I did reach out to and, you know, hey, hey Howard Stern, I'm just going to say this real fast before I even continue. If you're my dad, I apologize for the many things I said about you being ugly. Um, it's not my fault. <laughs> um, if you are my dad, um, hi daddy. <laughs> uh, I actually pray that you are, um, simply because the man that I had for a father was very, very abusive, uh, physically abusive, mentally abusive, still to this day, very abusive, um, has alienated me from my family who I've not seen in 10 years. Um, and you know, it, it would have been kind of cool if he at least, had an addiction like myself to where he could blame it on. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't. So that just, in my opinion, makes him even worse of a person. So, um, fuck you, Stanley Robinson. Fuck you. Fuck you and the goats you fucked. Okay? I had a miserable childhood. I had to watch my mom be beat. I had to watch my other siblings be beat. And I had to watch the judges and court, courts give him custody of children he should have never fucking had. I'm disgusted by the way our country has been ran. Um, I decided to go ahead and do radio. Like I said, for the, the, the talent that wasn't being discovered, I thought pretty face, nice titties. People are going to watch for that alone because people are attracted to attractive people, a law of attraction, okay? On top of that, I start talking about sex. Boom, there's another view. You start doing sexual things, keeping the interview on a sexual level. You keep talking about sex. People are turned on by it. It is science. It's human anatomy. It's how we work. It's how we function. That's how we get through our days at work is to flirt. But we as women have come to the point of, uh, you know, a gentleman says nice blouse. And you just automatically assume that he's trying to hit on you. We have put men in jail, in prison, for the stupidest motherfucking things. A lot of people are wondering, why did she make the, the um, baby it's cold outside, uh, little track that I did where I just completely annihilated the song. That gentleman in that song was what we wish we still had today. Baby, it's cold outside. Please stay inside. Come inside. Let me pour you another drink more. Let her fucking be a little fucking whore. Cause that's what we all want to do when we're with a great fucking gentleman and he's treating us like a, like that guy was treating her. We don't mind being a whore when we're treated like that, but you know what? We don't get treated like that anymore. Society has come to a point where we are now fuck it and chuck it, hit it and quit it. You know, and it's sad. Mm-hmm. I say on my show all the time, you know, I don't blame men for not wanting to get married anymore or wanting to be in a relationship. And, you know, I have to sit here and cry each time a man walks out the door to go be with another woman. He, he, he technically doesn't want her either. He's going to treat her the same way. But we can't blame him for what society did. We're taking half their income, their home, and 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 their kids on top of that, like how fucked up is that? To me, I, I mean, I don't know how how it would work, but if you know a couple wants to separate, they should both pay. If you don't want to stay together as a family, and you have to separate your kids, and you have to put them through that, then both pay. I don't put it in a college fund. You both take care of them when you each have them. If one of them can't take care of them, then you know what? You need to leave them with the other parent, which is exactly what happened in my situation. I didn't beat my kids. I didn't lose them because of drugs or anything like that. I fell into bad ways, and I knew the things that I fell into were illegal. But I didn't wake up one day and say, I want to do crack. 
it got slipped to me. And then I'm hooked. And the first time you take it, you're hooked. There is no, oh, I'm going to come off of it and be just fine. Your brain learns to depend on it. And it's very, very hard to come off of. It's crazy, you guys. Even if we go to college, we're, we're told, go to college. You know, do what's right. Get a job. Why? Because these jobs are barely meeting our, our bills. Even with both people working. My ex-husband was working mandatory overtime. Never being at home with his family. And I got lonely. And I cheated. And I owned it. I thought, you know what, I need help. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to rehab for my alcohol addiction. But the truth of <laughs> truth be told is I drank to make it okay so I'd feel okay about doing it because I knew when I was about to do it, it wasn't okay. It wasn't okay to hurt people. It wasn't okay to break my ex husband's heart. So I would drink. Um when I got to rehab I realized I'm not there to fix my marriage. I was there to fix myself. That was back in two thousand fourteen. Boca Raton, in Boca Raton, Florida, at the watershed. And one of the, the most valuable things that I learned out of that was I needed to stop lying to myself. Um, I realized a lot of people needed to stop lying to themselves. I mean, I get a lot of people that come on my show and they don't want to talk about certain things because they're worried about how society will judge them or, or their parents might be watching. And everybody fails to forget how they got here. Like, you're worried about your parents watching because you know your parents did the hippity-dippity before... <laughs> You know, you, you were born. That's how you got here, right? You know that, right? You know your mama sucked dick, right? Yeah, your mom took a fist too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep, she probably got her, yeah, she probably got her booty tossed too, okay? You know, if you are a freak, you're the product of a freak. We all have sexual fantasies. Women have been told, don't talk about them. Don't talk about them. That's not ladylike. Really? Because guys love it when I talk about it. That's why my show has hit viral status. You guys love it. People love that I'm true, that I'm authentic, that I talk about my real life issues. I'm the mom that lost custody. I didn't lose custody. I gave each of those fathers custody of my children. Why? Because much like Steve Harvey says, I'm not cut out to be a mom. I thought I was. I thought I wanted three kids. I love my kids to death. I would fight till the day I die for those babies. I did what I did for my babies. I made them a promise the day that each of them were born. I will do everything in my motherfucking power to protect you while I'm here on earth. Everything. And I keep my promises. And you don't know how hard it is to look your children in the eye and say, I gotta leave. I gotta travel the world right now. But mommy, you said you'd never leave us. How do you explain that you have to go save the world? That God put you on a mission? How do you, how do you explain that to them? Because God doesn't exist in our world today, you know, to, according to a lot of people. Because of the shitty things that have happened. How do you explain that to them that you got to go? And they hear that their mom's on drugs. And... It, they have this automatic bad picture of a monster, which is not what I am at all. All right, get it together. Society has, society, the government has p- 
painted this picture for you, your kids, or anybody that wants to say whatever they want about you. Yes, I'm in, I'm in Vegas, or was in Vegas. Sin City. You're out there, you're living there, you're, you're doing drugs, you must be partying. No. I went out there with a mission. I left there. Plan, did not plan on going back. But guess what? God said, go back. I said, I can't. No one wants to hear me out there. He says, that's why you need to go back. And I went back. I went back. And God was right. People are being killed out there left and right. When you call the cops for help, they either they won't show up or hate. I didn't know the police station ever closed. They do in Vegas. They go out to where the homicide scene is supposed to be or where a victim that's going to be killed is supposed to be. Look you directly in your eyes and drive right past you. Because they know it's going on. They know it's going on. It is literally going on on almost every fucking corner of Las Vegas. They don't care. They're more worried about the stolen snicker bar down at the CBS. These people are chopped up, ground, and fed to tigers. Yes. Why? Or Persian cats. Um, why? Because human DNA cannot be tested in animal feces. <sighs> um, if somebody's got a Persian cat, I wouldn't stay there. You already get the killer vibe. As a matter of fact, my team thinks it's funny. They like to hashtag Carla's hanging out. Karma's hanging out with murderers today. Hashtag hanging out with murderers. You guys got jokes. Cute. Um, they don't care there. Um, windmills are not um, used to um, power energy. They are human meat grinders. Um, I have not witnessed how they work. This was another hunch in my gut that I had when I became a pilot car driver. And I had to drive out into the field of um, where they place these windmills. Uh, the ground is so fucking soft in the middle of winter. Um, it, it's, it's the eerie feeling that you get around a graveyard. You know when they say, you know, trust yourself, trust your gut. Um... My magazine, Kitty Karma magazine, is what put everybody in fear. And they want to be dead. And anybody that was on those dating sites were um, targeting targeting me. Yes, there were other females on there, too, that they go out and fuck, whatever. There was a certain select few that targeted me. I got the pilot car driving job, and I do believe that Ron Ale of Power Moves was supposed to have me killed. Um, I was told often... You need to be really careful out here. You can get killed. Um, I, I'm the type of person you either meet me and you either love me or you hate me. Um, Ronell was in the middle. <laughs> Ronell had a girlfriend. She was a minor when he got with her. Um, but Ronell wanted me to be his little fuck buddy on the road. Um, when I realized he had a girlfriend, I didn't want to disrespect that. And yes, I had already been fucking him. So um, sorry, little lady. But yeah, you're going to learn that now. And as soon as I found that out, I was already trying to find a different company to go drive with. I didn't want that issue. So an old friend of mine, mobster Cristiano DiCarlo, um, call, or I happened to text him, and he said, hey, I have a similar company. You should come drive for us, which is how I ended up back out in Vegas. Well, 
oddly enough, rich old Cristiano DiCarlo, who's already served 10 years in prison for trying to overtake the sex trafficking, not sex trafficking, sorry, my bad, the uh, adult entertainment industry out there in Vegas. He had already done 10 years for that. Um, and he couldn't give me the job. The job fell through. Pandemic started. And so I decided, I decided to restart the show. Oh, show last year was great. We had some great guests. I had some great co-hosts. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I want to get back to Lois's story here real quick. And then I'll kind of finish that off. Um, this is kind of when, I won't say kind of when, I, I believe Howard Stern was already airing, but they really let, you know, no filter radio. Because of the un, um, uninhibited, consistently funny and outspoken nature of remarks by Bjork, Bjork is her last name, and her guests, uh, she has often been referred to her fans as the female Howard Stern, which is how I also got referred to as a female Howard Stern. I was down at 95.7 of the boss here in Omaha, Nebraska, and my manager, D. King, he goes, I was just saying stuff that he would, his mouth would drop, like, did she really just fucking say that? Yes, I really just said that. And he's like, you're the fucking female Howard Stern. And it stuck with me. Um, a lot of people have uh, assumed that I gave myself that name. I never gave myself that name. Um, I Everybody kept saying, too, you need to not use that because um, he can come after you for um, copyright infringement. I was like, yeah, I, I guess I do put it on my name, but that's how people know me. So I feel like I kind of have to use it now because that's uh, it's or is a stigmatism that's attached to me already. Um, I thought if I do get in trouble for infringement, I think he has to at least ask me to remove it, and I obviously would respectfully remove it. But I didn't think his name was the female Howard Stern, so um, I thought I was safe. So there's a lot of things that start coming up via the internet, and you know Lois Burek being one of them. Um, she definitely was adoring um, fans. Fans who leave, uh, sorry guys, lo- or laudatory comments or on the internet. Uh, her her remarks are: a woman will put up with anything to get the trash taken out. <laughs> the buzz in the program has um, it has stung listeners, not just in the Philadelphia area. Favorable articles about uh, the show have appeared. And uh, papers as far away as Sacramento. And I think she's in Pennsylvania. Um, they've appeared in Washington State, Indiana, and Canada. Uh, the lower show starts out with an old-time old time hawker blasting. Ladies and gents, next up is hot little Southern Jew. She's sexy. She's funny. She's naked. She's Meshuga. She's Lois Burak. And this is her story. The demographic for the Lolo show broadly spans um, from the ages of 25 through 54, apparently includes significant numbers of both men and women and both uh, gays and straights. Um, according to Jeremy Gelb, son of Cindy Burak, a uh, late attorney, Marilyn Geth, Lois is smart, passionate, direct. She says, she says it like it is, and she doesn't worry too much about what her people will think or say about her, much like me. Uh, Joe DeLong, co-host, uh, collaborator, and uh, booker for The Lolo Show, first came to her, uh, first came on her show as a guest comedian after she had seen uh, one of his performances. There's no doubt that Lois is onto something, uh, he said. The question is how to uh, move beyond uh, the this is the female Howard Stern part, same issue I was having. Uh, 
so this that, that was an articulate, funny, uh, business-minded broadcaster who can speak her mind and happens to be a woman. Uh, once we nail that, there's no stopping the Lolo show. Um, when I did talk to Lois last year, I believe she said she had moved on to a different job that probably wouldn't be too fond of her um, um, continuing something like that. So she had opted away from it because I said, hey, why don't we go in and double team Howard and really put him to shame? And I knew that Howard was also talking about possibly retiring and not signing a contract. So I thought, hey, you know, maybe we could take over for him and, he, you know, he can go retire with beautiful Beth. And that was kind of my, my thought process. But Lois couldn't do it. Lois's goal is to be on satellite radio like Howard Stern, her idol, or even uh, to be connected with Stern's show in some way. She, that was what she wanted to do. She's well, she's well aware that, of that because of her favorite on-air topic is sex, mostly tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> ah, guilty. She has, a, she has as much chance of having a mainstream radio talk show as uh, she does. A playing quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, in fact, she has uh, been selected to do a pilot on Sirius XM Network Playboy Spice Amateur Podcast Series. Um, she goes on to state, my dad's legacy is what I am trying to continue. That's very sweet. Her, da her dad was in radio. Lois, not just to pay homage to a man uh, who was my father, but because it is real, it's entertaining, and at the same time, when you're that open and honest, there's no hiding whatever you're talking about. It's out in the open, and then you have to you have you ha you have to deal with the real. Um, there has to be a response, positive or negative, and that's when it's the most true, and it's when it's the most enjoyable, and that's a lot of what I have already experienced on my show. Um, people are not um, they're not like surprised when I'm like, yeah, I'm a meth addict. I still use, um, or hey, I'm at this point and I'm recovering. You know, I always get people to be positive and encourage me. But, you know, in the event I do relapse, they don't judge. And I think the reason I don't have issues with the people that are listening to my show when I go through these issues is because I think everybody in society has something that they're going through and they can relate to that. So this is people in the privacy of their own homes or their cars getting to go, God, I wish I could be like her and talk freely about it. So Lois is definitely right, you know, where we get to talk freely and open and say they're going to be negative or they're going to be positive. And to be quite honest with you, the only negative that I have coming at me is people have you're a skank. I'm a skank for what? Well, you shouldn't dress like that. Like what? Well, you shouldn't do porn. Why, your mom did. No, she didn't. But yeah, she kind of did. Just because she didn't have a camera up her vagina doesn't mean that she didn't do porn. She's done the nasty. Okay? That's how your ass got here. I have to remind people of that all the time. Well, she didn't get paid for it. No, but, um, yeah, she actually kind of did. Yeah, she did. No, she didn't. Yeah, your yeah, yeah, your dad, he's paying the bills right now, isn't he? But th that's not the same. It is the same. It is very much the same. Back in the day, women didn't work. We stayed at home. Men paid for pussy in taking care of the bills. Even if you're married, you're still paying for the pussy. Now women are, shit, we're paying for dick too. So everybody wants to judge, but uh, reality is we're all hoes. So I love her, her take on that is yes, I'm... You got to be positive or negative on one of it. And like I said, my only negative is just jealous people, in my opinion. So that was a little bit on the article on her. And so, like I said, it's just very interesting. The society that we have grown up in, even um, her own father states in the beginning of that article, 
that he feels like he was phased out because of his um, beliefs in the political system or whatever. I don't do politics. I don't do politics because it's nothing more than a bunch of little fucking white boy cliques with little dicks that get a fucking make up the laws and force us to follow them. And when we don't, they get to control our lives. And now they get to do it through social media where they know that that's where we do our, our marketing through. Who has the, who, who had gave them the right to take my right away to work and own my own business? Because they weren't happy with the fact that they were getting called out for being sex traffickers. You shouldn't be sex traffickers then. You shouldn't be abducting children, taking them away from their home and into a different country to rape them and beat them for a, a, a fluid that you need to make people look younger longer. Like, are you fucking kidding me? This is what we're taking lives for? Innocent lives? So somebody can be prettier? First of all, Mark, why haven't you, or Mark, Mark and Trump, why haven't you guys used any of that since you killed so many of them for it? Because you guys look like shit. And he's just how you this, but uh, I'll put the picture up. I ain't got no problem. As a matter of fact, go look at a lot of their pictures. They got the whole fucking waggy jaw thing going on. Hmm. Yes, they are users of it too. It is an ADHD medication that the doctors have used for fucking centuries. But because the government legal or, or didn't make it legal and called it bad and they can't tax it, we're bad people. No, we're not. People smoke cigarettes. That doesn't make them bad people because it's legal. What things that should be illegal in this country are people killing each other, people thieving from each other. That's what they're supposed to be doing in our country, not telling us what we can and cannot consume. What they're doing is they're, they're, they're giving us... It's, the, it's, a de, it's a deflection tactic. Like, oh my God, she's doing drugs. Hey, take that little kid over there and fuck him real fast and make sure he gets in that tunnel. Who cares if I'm fucking smoking a rock over here? Because I'm chill. You're about ready to hurt a child, and why aren't we paying attention to that? And this isn't about defending my drug problem, because my drug problem isn't your concern, to be quite honest. Just like my, my smoking cigarettes is not your concern, or how many beers I drink a night is not your concern. As long as I'm being safe and I'm not hurting anybody. When you start using shit that you're, you're out there drinking and driving and you're putting other people's lives in jeopardy, just like when you're out there and you're abducting little children, or whether they're children or not, and hurting them. That's what we should be concerned with. But we're not. But we let these people in higher up positions dictate our lives. And if we don't listen, they have the power to put us in jail, throw away the key, and never look back. Which if they didn't kill me, that was their intent. My my court hearing didn't even it got pushed out clear to September. You know why? Because I got lawyers that are ready to fucking tear this man up. He's not going to, even if he decides to drop the case, I will sue him. He took me out of my home, away from my children after I already moved away from the whole fucking Vegas thing. He took me out there to kill me. And if I didn't keep the job and get killed and left for whatever reason, you were going to make sure I paid one way or the other. Now, let's, let's pull this back to the whole Cristiano DiCarlo who brought me out here. I'm going to defend the blacks right now. Ronell was a black man. He owned a black, he was a black owned company. Ronell had just gotten out of prison himself not too long ago. Cristiano don't much care for black people. Racist. 
Call it what you want. That's exactly what it is. It's racist. So, Carlo, DiCarlo for the win. Let's get the white girl away from the black guy. Well, as soon as I got out here, they seized up his company, so he couldn't give me the job. And so I got DiCarlo pissed over here, not at me, but at his companies for getting seized up. His companies got seized up to protect me. So he couldn't pay for a hotel, so I could get the fuck out of wherever DiCarlo put me, because DiCarlo's with the mob. DiCarlo's already been in the fucking adult entertainment industry. They didn't know whether he was part of what was going on or not. So they needed to get me the fuck out of where he was putting me because they didn't know if that's where they were going to kill me at. Scary, right? So DeCarlo says, where do you want to go? Where can I send you back to? I can't go home. I don't have a home there. I just left the other job to come here to work for you. I'm instantly homeless again. Does it sound right? Does it sound fair? Does it sound like I wasn't working and doing the right thing? I mean, I had a better job offered to me in Las Vegas. Who doesn't take the higher paying job? Everybody always takes the higher paying job. So I risked it and I came back out. Or I keep saying, came back out here to Vegas. So I was set up to feel we all were. All of us were. This pandemic, there's no fucking coronavirus. None. Nothing. People have been mad at me. There's thousands of people dying from this daily. Thousands of people die daily every day. And for those who we have lost during this pandemic, may God rest their souls. And they didn't die from corona. They died from a flu. Just a normal flu. Or whatever else that they just wanted to label corona. They labeled everything corona. I went in one time. I was like, Doc, I got with a shady guy. And he had a rash. And I think I have an STD. He said, nah, cat. He says that's that. He said, you got the corona. I said, no, doc. I, I, I think this is herpes. He said, no. He said, that's the corona. He said, I know. He said, because uh, Trump had it. I was like, oh, shit, okay. It makes sense. Yeah, you know, so he's probably, I probably had corona. So everything came, became corona. Hangnails became corona. I thought I had a case of the crabs, but I counted there was 23. He's like, it's still corona. Um... It got named Corona because I made a stupid comedy video of me masturbating. I made a comedy video about me masturbating with fucking Corona bottles after I heard about them supposedly coming up with it. Everybody knew that my favorite beer was Corona, so they named it Corona. And me talking about masturbating with Corona bottles what, is what solidified the name of the fucking disease. The champagne bottle that I fucking masturbated with at the Hilton Honors now sits in a glass case at the Las Vegas Hilton Honors. I believe it's going to be auctioned off. The money's going to go to a great charity. The whole thing was silly. And I I fucked the wine bottle or champagne bottle simply as a fuck you to DiCarlo for making me homeless. He said, don't get any alcohol in my room. So I've got two fucking of the most expensive bottles of champagne. And fucked them. And then drank my, so it was just water, but I drank my, what they thought was my squirt out of it. It was a, a sweet 45 second video that somebody went in on OnlyFans, stole the video, put it on the black web, and has been banking off of it. That's what they do with the OnlyFans. Is if you put uh, content up there, they go in, they steal it, and they put it on the black web. Nine times out of ten, they block the public off from seeing your OnlyFans. Because they're stealing your content. And if the shelf life on it is too much, people won't buy it. So, they got us. They got us all real fucking good. 
real good. Even before I realized that I had actually hit viral status, <laughs> people have been asking me for pictures. There's pictures all over the fucking internet. Well, I want one for me. No, bitch, you want to cash that shit in. Well, sorry about your bad luck. I've had photographers that knew I had been homeless and have been selling my, my content that they didn't give to me for money. I'm coming after every one of you. Not because I don't think you didn't deserve it. Because I think you're a low-life motherfucker that was selling your content to the black web long before my shit was even worth anything. And if you're not and you're innocent, thank you. But not only that, but when y'all knew I was down and out and homeless and struggling, not a one of you, after selling my images, did you say, hey, let me help you out. Come stay here or... Let me give you 50% of this million dollar picture that just sold John S. Less out of New York City, New York East Side Entertainment. Fuck you. A million dollars one of my pictures sold for. When I called him on it, he said, you, you couldn't have the decency to give the woman that's in that picture half that money. He blocked me. Every person that has fucked me over in my entire career, there wasn't even really a career because I didn't get paid often. But I kept with it because I knew that there was something more to it. I promised my kids that I would protect them at all costs. And I knew that all of it was a sex trafficking scheme. And each person slowly linked to the next. Not all, but the majority. And let's just say, karma's on a wrath path right now. If you know you fucked me over on some level, I'm coming for you. I will be there. I'm outing everybody. Not out of vengeance. A little bit out of vengeance. I'll say that, yeah. A little bit. Because we have lost our our humanity. We have lost our morals. We've lost our respect. People say, oh, I don't want to stay here. They're going to steal from me. Who cares if they steal from me? It's because they're starving. If we had kept with our morals and our human decency, we wouldn't need to steal. People only steal when they need things because our, our, our government has taken from them and left them destitute to be whores, prostitutes, whatever, yet they won't legalize it, but they, 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 make, they force them to go to it, force them to by, by taking their money. And if you don't comprehend any of it, you're the problem. You're behind the problem. Because you won't legalize prostitution. But you'll force them into it. Now, I know plenty of women who wouldn't mind going fucking all night, all day, having fun, and getting paid for it. But we can't. Why? Who the fuck gave them permission over our bodies? I, I, I didn't. They think they have control over our bodies because they, you know, they've been offing us you know, here one by one whenever they want. Anyways, you think I would cower to you, Trump? Did you think I would cower to you, Fuckerberg? What happened to that girl's privacy rights when you circulated her fucking picture around Harvard? What happened to her privacy rights? Did anybody ever question that? I don't know whether she sued or not, but fuck you. We were more worried about how much money Mark was making instead of the girl that just got completely embarrassed. The world is skewed, you guys. And I don't want to sit here and I don't want to harp. But I want you to stop tonight 
I want you to think about that. Ask yourself if you would take in a stranger in a big city and help them out. Would you care if they stole something out of your house? Because those things are just things. I don't personally steal. Because I've had shit taken from me. But the, what they do to a lot of these women, they have to steal. They have to steal to survive. That's what animals do. Animals take our, our fucking shit if they, you know, they need to eat. So we're, we're taking care of dogs and cats, but we won't let a human in nowadays. And I mean, in Vegas, well, even here, it's worse. Like, we, I can, I'm sure I can go find a place to stay. I can go anywhere because I got a pussy. If I, let, if I let somebody stick their dick in it, you know, I'm golden for the night. I'm, I'm okay. But we can't just go in and lay down and rest peacefully. It's been five years since I've had a home because I did. I, I gave my, my home to my ex-husband. I didn't take it from him in the divorce. because I felt like he deserved it because he worked really hard. So if you try to be good people in this world, it doesn't pay off right now. It doesn't. And I'm hopeful that everything that I've brought to light, and I'm hopeful with my, the team that is behind me and the BTS right now, I really do genuinely hope that I can make a change. You know, as I said, since I've been little, I've had God whispering in my ear, you're here to change the world. And now I have literally broken open the largest sex trafficking scandal to mankind. I am very hopeful, very, very hopeful. And I prayed every night, please, God, you asked me to come change the world. And I set out to do what you asked me to do. Help guide them. When you guys hear the wind blowing by your ears, that's God whispering. What you are taught when you're talking to yourself in your head, it's really God. Because everything that I have come up with it has really been a hunch. And then it's stunning, like I'll, I'll write about it on a status or whatever. And my team goes and checks it out. And they, they have to be dropping their jaws, going, Oh my God, this bitch is right again. And it's just a hunch. That's it. You guys, it has been long and exhausting. And I miss my kids. I, I've got to see them a couple of times since I've been back, but for their safety and their protection, um, I see them minimally, minimally, and they've waited a long time to spend some time with their mom. I got to, I did get to spend Mother's Day with them yesterday, but right now I know that certain things need to be done and certain measures need to be taken to get some of these victims um, to safety. And so, uh, you know, I've asked my children to be patient. My oldest son, um, he somehow became involved in it too. And uh, that, that young man, I owe my life to. He doesn't think I know what he did, but I do. I was granted some of the best kids ever. The story's going to be crazy, you guys. With all that being said, make sure you tune in. And it's going to be an emotional ride here probably for the next month. Take care, everybody. I'm out for now.